This is the Statman Sports Podcast, where we keep topics in context. This is your host, Steve Duffus, who is still wondering why the Seahawks didn't run the ball. Ah, it's a beautiful day to talk sports, baby. Welcome to episode number 99 of the Statman Sports Podcast. This is your host, Steve Duffus. Oh, man, I don't know if it's a beautiful day today. 2021 it's been a very difficult year for me personally so far i mean i guess it's a carryover from 2020 but we're here today this episode is especially dedicated to kobe bryant i waited an extra day just to get this recorded today because kobe bryant to me meant a lot and i want to spend this entire episode just explaining to you guys telling you stories about what it has meant to me a year later after his passing. Pretty much that's the introduction to this episode. So I hope you stay tuned to listen to the stories, give you my outlook on life after this past year uh, with Kobe being gone. And uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. But of course, for those of you who are here for the first time, thank you so much for the support. For those of you who've been here since day one, You already know what the deal is, man. So with no further ado, let's just get right into it. One of the great tasks about doing a podcast, well, I won't call it a task necessarily, but in preparation of doing a podcast, you really have to think about what you want to say. And for this topic about Kobe, it has been a very difficult one. And not just because he passed, but every time I have a conversation with about Kobe has been a difficult one because he has been a very polarizing figure. And when I decided to use this episode to talk about him and how the past year has affected my life personally in the sports world, I didn't know what direction to take. I didn't know if I wanted this to be, you know, somber. I wanted it to be happy. But I've decided, you know what, let my heart just flow, just talk about it. And the first thing that came to my mind is one of the things that Kobe said in his book, The Mamba Mentality, the book that he wrote, introduced by Phil Jackson. If you you don't have a copy of that book, I would highly recommend for you to get one. It, It just doesn't talk about basketball, but it also reflects on how Kobe's thought process was. Man, it's just even weird even saying was. Past tense for Kobe. Stay mind, still mind-boggling. And to me, it's very interesting that now in my adult life, now 35 years of age, one of the things that Kobe Bryant did on a consistent basis, on a daily basis, was try to be excellent at everything. We humans, we're never going to be perfect at anything. But excellence you can achieve takes a lot of work take a lot of hours takes a lot of commitment sacrifice a lot of ups and downs for you to become excellent at something but kobe bryant was the master of excellence and that carried over into my life you know even before i knew who kobe was i was always a person who tried to keep things you know neat try to do things with my best ability And after I knew Kobe, I actually had the opportunity to meet him once in Atlanta in 2007. 
the aura. You could tell how people spoke about him, the way people perceived him. And I remember being, I think, in the middle section for that game. Um, the Lakers happened to win, win that game. Um, the, this is when they had Paul Gasol, Lamar Odom uh, coming to, to, to the Lakers at the time. I mean, obviously, the year later, they won the championship. And the way Kobe just walked, the way he spoke, the way he carried himself, you know, just going to the bench, coming, shooting his shots. This is back in 06, 07. You could tell there was, he just knew. All the time he put in, all the sacrifices that he made, he trusted the process. He trusted what he was doing. He didn't flinch once. And that, I guess, is the introduction point to one of the things that I've learned over the past year. I tweeted about this on my personal Twitter account where I said that Kobe was the one that was holding everything together. And it was just ridiculous to me. And I even tweeted and said it was ridiculous because I'm, I'm a Christian. I believe in God. And we know that God is the one that holds everything together. But it's just crazy, you know, in my human thinking and in my pain and suffering and everything we went through to 2020 and we're still going through it right now. If you guys recall, everything was fine in 2020. Then Kobe passed away. And then 2020 just literally fell in shambles. COVID happened literally a month later. Things just started to go bad for everywhere. The economy, people losing their jobs. And then celebrity after celebrity passing away. So it was just nuts, man. And then when you have time to think about it and you reflect, like I said, I wasn't the only person to say this last year or even this year. Everyone just thought Kobe was the one holding their things together. Kobe was the one holding the Lakers organization together. Did they have the ups and downs? Yes, they did. Could him and Shaq be better teammates? Of course. Could they have won more championships? Absolutely. I believe they could have won more championships if they stayed together. So that is, that, that is a lot of things that you can think about in terms of who Kobe was at the time. And... If I go back to the work ethic part, that's one of the things that I learned this year is that we all had an opportunity this year to see what was important to us. And when I mean this year, I'm talking about 2020. I'm sorry. I mean, the year is, the year is still early. 2021 is still early. But last year, 2020, we all had an opportunity to sit at home and reflect a lot about how we handle life, where we're going. How is sports affecting our life? This is a sports podcast. I mean, hey, I'm human. You guys are human. And I want you to think about that for a moment. You really saw how sports was a big part of your life. You were able to see what was important. You were able to see how your life was going about, you know, when sports was involved. There's a lot of things we took for granted. There's a lot of things we couldn't do in 2020 in regards to sports. But one thing I learned, though, I learned to put things into perspective. I, I then learned how to be excellent at the things I was able to be excellent at, at home. I work from home on my regular job. I've been working from home. So when COVID came along and everybody started saying that they have to work at home, it was nothing new to me. But I didn't have the work ethic that I thought I had until I was forced to not be able to go anywhere not be able to hop on the train, not be able to do certain things I was not able to do or be able to do rather. 
I was able now to put more time in becoming better, becoming excellent, becoming more meticulous about the things I do in life with my work, with this podcast, interacting with you, the fans, be more meticulous about researching statistics that I need for the podcast. Even on my personal time, you guys know I love statistics and how they incorporate into a game. I learned to be excellent. And Kobe Bryant's passing, even though I'm still dealing with that in a very different way than many people, it helped me in that sense. The other part, if I reflect on the past year of Kobe's passing, was the ability to take negative things and make them into positives. One of the things that Kobe Bryant also talks about in his book, he talked about his, his, uh, his time in Colorado. We all know. For those of you who are not Laker fans, if you're not Kobe fans, if you don't know, if, you, if you're at the younger age, Kobe went through a hardship in his Colorado days when he was going to Colorado for court because he happened to cheat on Vanessa. He was accused of, of rape. And he was going through a tough time. And he went to court in Colorado, took a private jet back to whatever game he had to go to perform, and then they had to go back home to deal with his wife, his pregnant wife at the time, having to deal with the media, having to deal with people accusing him of all type of things. And Kobe talked about over the years, him being young and learning to realize that how can I take these negative things and make them into positive? We talked about 2020. 2020 has been a very negative year for most of us. But there are a lot of positive things that happened. One of them for me, like I said, I explained about the excellence. I spent more time with my family. I was able to interact more with my friends. I was able to dive deeper into the things that I love. I was able to read more. I was able to take a lot of things that I thought were burdens and made them into something that propelled me to become a better person altogether. I analyze sports to the T, man. This is what I love doing. I spent, I sometimes I, I wake up sleepy because I spend hours going back and looking at tape because I want to master the numbers. I want to understand how it applies to a game. I want to put things together so I can be a better analyst. I want to explain things better on my podcast. This is what COVID has helped me with. I mean, some people looked at it as a bad thing. In my, in my other endeavors as well, it's helped people realize that, hey, there's a lot of things we can modernize. There's a lot of things we can make more efficient. And you come to realize when you think about Kobe, that's what he was all about. But ironically, on the basketball court, he wasn't efficient all the time. As I say, Kobe Bryant is the toughest bad shot maker in NBA history. But if you think about it, because he was so excellent at the details, because he was so efficient at putting things together, he was able to go on the limb and say, you know what? I'll take a left-handed shot with two seconds left on the clock with the game tied, and I'll feel secure about it. If it goes in, if it goes in, it's not, it's not. But I know I put the time in that when that situation comes about, the ball will go into the basket. That's who he was. You, you, you watch how people talked about him. You go back and look at how Michael Jordan talked about Kobe, how Shaq talked about Kobe, 
how Sabrina Unescu talk about Kobe, how everybody who was involved with Kobe on and off the basketball court. This man won an Emmy, an Oscar. He wanted, again, it goes back to excellence. He wanted to go back to being excellent at everything that he did. Everything that Kobe touched became gold. Everyone he interacted with, he left a lifetime impact on their life. So you, the listeners, think about that. Do you want to be great at something? Do you want to be remembered as Tim, the guy that when he left Microsoft, Microsoft begged him to come back? Do you want to be Anna, the woman who worked at Walmart, who was the best manager that Walmart has ever seen? You don't become those things just by being mediocre. You don't become those things by not making sacrifices. And that's what Kobe Bryant has taught me. When I think about Kobe Bryant in this past year, I find myself really thinking of him as if my family member. I mentioned this in my initial obituary in previous episodes when he first passed away last year. If you, you can go back and listen to that episode as well if you like. I talked about feeling the pain of losing a family member, a close family member. And that's one of the things Kobe made me feel. That's one of the things I admired about him. He made you feel that what he's going through, I'm going through too. And that I applied to my life in this past year. I tried to sympathize with his people. My character, I tend to want to listen to everyone. I want to help everyone, but I know I cannot help everyone. Physically and figuratively, you cannot help everyone. But you try your best. I, I know for me, for sure, I try my best to do that. And one of the things that I've learned is to have more sympathy and thinking about Kobe every day. And I don't, I'm not saying this just in the general term. Like people say, oh man, I've been thinking about it every day. No, I, I have literally been thinking about Kobe Bryant every day and Gigi every day. I, know, I don't know Gigi at the level I know Kobe because Kobe's been in the NBA platform, obviously, et cetera, et cetera. But it's, it's, to me, it's about how he made you feel that in order for me to get to a certain place, I don't need to bring somebody else down. In order for me to achieve a goal, we can get there together. May you go at a faster pace? Sure. May I be faster than you? Yes. May I, can I go slower than you? Yes. But you have to understand that the ultimate goal is a championship, if you put it in the basketball terms. Kobe knew when he got to a point where he put everything together, when he put his excellence together, his efficiency, his leadership, he started winning consistently. It's not realistic to win a championship every year because that's not how it works in any sport. But it comes a time where you feel comfortable and you know that you will be able to compete for years after years. And that was Kobe's ability to do that. When he figured out the leadership part, with compiled with his basketball skills and how to put that over to his teammates, you come to realize how an ultimate goal can be reached by putting everyone on the same page. And in my personal life, in the past year, that's what I've learned to do. I'm a person who works more efficiently when I do things by myself because I can get things done. I don't have to wait for anyone. I don't have to rely on anyone. 
And there's something in my personal life going on right now that I'm not comfortable sharing yet. But eventually you guys will know about it. Where it's literally put a hindrance and a stop to my life with certain things that I could do. Matter of fact, I still can't do them now. But what did I tell you before? This past year, thinking about Kobe and what the passing meant, allowed me to be more efficient. It allowed me to take negative situations and turn them into good situations. Is it difficult at times? Absolutely. Don't let anyone tell you it's not, because it is. But you have to train your mind, just like Kobe did, just like I've seen him do on tape, just like I've seen him do on highlights, documentaries I've seen, books that I read, motivational speeches that he has given. You cannot be at a certain level if you don't do certain things. And allowing myself to insert other people to reach the same goals and putting myself and aligning myself with people that have the same mindset and goals made me realize that I can achieve a certain goal with help. I don't need to do it alone. I don't need to suffer much. I don't need to put up 30 field goals. I can put up 20 or 15. You put up your 10 or your 15 and we can still win. That's what a lot of teams have to learn. And that's what Kobe had to learn over his career as well. And that's what we see when you think about this past year with Kobe. I've learned efficiency. I'm sure you guys learned efficiency as well. Efficiency. You learn that asking for help is okay. Mourning is okay. I'm still really mourning Kobe. I don't cry anymore. But some days I'm sad. Today, I'm surprised I wasn't as sad as I was then. Just like the saying says, time heals everything. It meant, it meant, he meant a lot to me in my life. Not just on the basketball court, but most in my personal life. He's really what your parents aspire you to look up to. A real role model. Is he God? No. Was he perfect? No. Was he excellent? Yes. And that's what we all try to aspire to. We try to be excellent. We want to be excellent. For order, in order for us to succeed in life, we have to try to be the best version of ourselves. And Kobe portrayed that in his life. And this past year, with all the reflections and everything that he has meant to me personally, that's the message I want to give to you, the listeners, before our big episode 100. This podcast had its ups and downs. There were, there were episodes that some of you didn't even listen to. And that was okay too, because that's part of the process. It's not a complaint. I'm just putting it out there. Sometimes you put in the work and sometimes you don't see the results. But that doesn't mean you quit. Kobe never quit. Ever. Did it look like he quit? Yes, because he's human, just like the rest of us. Sometimes failure drains you. Sometimes you don't want to go through the process again. But that's what excellence is. Matter of fact, that's why quote-unquote crazy scientists and crazy people and the best, the best minds we have ever seen on planet Earth, people consider them crazy because they do the utmost. 
you do you repeat something over and over and over and over and over and over till you get what you want. That is what excellence is about. So we need to try to be excellent in life. It's not going to go perfect all the time, but we're going to have to try. And in this past year, Kobe, I really thank you for still trying to teach me, still trying to teach the listeners, you the listeners, how to be excellent. You are a great one, Kobe. I miss you. The world misses you. We need more like you. Mamba out, man. Never forget that. Mamba out. Ah, we've come to the end of another episode. That was episode 99 of the Statman Sports Podcast. Guys, we are literally one episode away from episode 100. I can't believe this, man. When I started this back in 2018, really, I really didn't think I would get to 100. I thought I would just, you know, you know, go off, you know, find some excuse not to do this anymore. But one away from 100, man. I cannot wait to share this episode with you guys. Um, it's going to be a very special one. I have a big thing planned for you. And we'll be announcing over the time over social media. Once a date is coming closer for us to release the episode, we're going to get there. We're going to talk about it all. I hope you guys enjoyed the reflection we had about Kobe. Um, it's, you know, he lived a masterful life, an excellent life like I talked about. And I hope you guys gained a, a lesson from this episode and um, take it into your daily life and know that, hey, what's important is the grind. Don't quit. And remember, it's the time that you put in is what's gonna make you excellent. For those of you who had stayed in here for the first time, you know, you can hit that subscribe button. Hit that subscribe button. That would be amazing for you to go back and listen to other episodes and get updates for the new one. Once again, thank you so much for the support. But for right now, Stat Man signing out until episode 100. Thanks for listening to the Stat Man Sports Podcast. See you next time.